This is Vermont Credit Unions on the Air, a service of the Association of Vermont Credit Unions. I'm Joe Bergeron, president of the association. If you read most any kind of business news or publication, you've likely noticed references to young professional networks popping up more and more in recent years. Many are tied to chambers of commerce. Some are industry-specific. For most of us, the term young professional describes people in their 20s and 30s, employed in some profession or white-collar occupation. In Vermont, there's a statewide young professionals network, localized networks in Burlington and Rutland, and recently, a group of employees from different Vermont credit unions connected in their own credit union-specific network. Here to talk with us about that effort is Sarah DeLance, Senior Vice President of Retail at Heritage Family Credit Union. Thanks for joining us, Sarah. Thank you for having me, Joe. Well, it's it's great to have you on the line. We really appreciate it. Um, so, uh, Credit Union Young Professionals of Vermont, uh, you know, we're going to talk about that and hopefully explain to everyone what that's all about and what the group is doing and whatnot. But as a starting point, um, you know, how do you define, what do you think is a, is a young professional? I suppose I see young professionals as being, as you had described, it's a, it's a, younger person in thought, you know, really anyone not having a leadership type role in an organization, a millennial, a lot of people think of us as being millennials. Um, but but an emerging leader in 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 an organization is a young professional, someone that is less experienced per se. Great. So the next question that leads us to is uh, kind of an obvious one. As as I mentioned, there's there's a lot more uh, references to young professional groups or networks uh, popping up here and there, not just specific to credit unions. Um, but but why do you suppose that is? You know, I, I know I've noticed that in the past couple of years that uh, whether it's Chamber of Commerce or other crediting-related publications across the country or other types of organizations, uh, there's a lot more references to young professionals popping up here and there in different kinds of events. So what do you think contributes to that? I do agree with you that we have seen it more and more in many industries. And I think part of it has to do with the economics of of our nation and wanting to make sure that we're providing an outlet for our young people to learn and to grow. And so credit unions isn't any different, I think, than any other industry in wanting that for specifically for our state of Vermont. There are a handful of young professional groups, very strong groups, and these young people have an interest in making sure that the place they live is fruitful and that people are noticing and recognizing opportunity and they find that there's a niche here for us to be able to share this with like-minded individuals across all industries. Great. So, uh, you know, what about the Credit Union Young Professionals of Vermont network? Uh, tell us about that specifically. How did it how did it come to be? How big is it? What have you been doing and uh, so on? Yeah, so the Credit Union Young Professionals of Vermont um, came together um, just last year. So it's a very new group. Um, it came through recognizing that in our state, all, all of our credit unions are very spread out. And we have a lot of young talent within our organizations. But there's this need for us to um, make sure that 
we're all able to cultivate leaders and um, there's a need for young people to understand the movement of credit unions. Career development is also something that we talk a lot about, wanting some individual development, but also credit union development. And then in terms of being a cooperative, it's really important as Vermonters that we use the cooperation among cooperatives in the credit union industry, just like a lot of the other cooperatives do here in Vermont. And so that's that's how it started. Um, years ago, I had done some research, finding out that um, other states were developing young professionals for credit unions and the cooperative trust does a phenomenal job taking young leaders and showing them in the credit union industry what's going on but it's just one or two people that get chosen and in our state we found that there's a lot of us that may or may not have been chosen to um, enter into the cooperative trust in the feline research institutes crash programs is the program that they have for that and so how can we form something here in our own state that brings us together much more closely? Um, so there's networking and there's education and then there's a lot of movement um, involved with that and in alignment with our leadership teams, our CEOs and our senior management teams with what the young professionals are hearing and seeing and how that can help the goals of the credit union, um, help, help the CEOs meet their goals, I should say, of the credit union. So, uh, how many people are are in the group so far? You said it's been around uh, about a year or so. Yep, yep. So right now, the way that it's structured is we have a steering committee. Um, we started out by gathering young professionals from some of our credit unions here in Vermont, and we have six credit unions represented. Um, we have one or two people from each credit, each of those credit unions as a steering committee member. And the first couple of things we started doing was we created a mission, a vision, and goals. And, and it really helps drive the direction of, of our whole entire year. So we create a plan. Um, our goals are, as I had mentioned, to cultivate leaders and just make sure we're sustaining our credit unions um, and retaining our young talent, um, providing education and a passion for the people helping people mission and credit unions, and then offering some developmental opportunities, whether it be career, individual, um, and, and the likes of that. So those are some things that we work on. Um, and like I had mentioned, there's only 12 of us currently, but long term, we're looking at creating a larger network where you don't have to be just a member of the steering committee in order to obtain the benefits of having a young professionals in our state, credit union young professionals in our state. So that would be, I probably jumped the gun a little bit there, but that would be a long term goal for us. Great. So the 12 of you have different jobs in your respective credit unions. Um, so does that, uh, I don't know, complicate things a little bit? Uh, do you mean um, jobs at our own credit unions? Right, exactly. So you, you have different uh, perspectives, I guess I'd say, and, and different, uh, you know, fires to put out and whatnot uh, as each day goes by. So when you come together as a group, whether it's all 12 of you or a subset, um, you know, the, the priorities amongst each of you must be, or, or are they a little bit different? Or is it all pretty cohesive amongst all of you and you all have the same kind of vision? 
So that's a great question. It uh, it doesn't create conflict having people from different um, work environments in their own credit unions. On the contrary, it adds and lends itself to the discussion is really robust and strong because we are able to bring perspectives from different parts of the organization together. Um, we've also learned that having this diversity amongst our group has helped us in making sure that we're lending advice to each other in ways that we normally probably couldn't gather within our own credit union because we find uh, there's a saying, you only know what you know. And when we've cross-diversified these credit unions, we really feel the the network has enabled us to see things through someone else's lens. And it, and it really opens up for... Um, better brainstorming, new ideas, and uh, a collaborative environment. And we are a very cohesive unit, and it feels really strong, and it um, it's very encouraging to, to utilize the passion that we each share in our own sphere and then um, kind of create from there. So it's been, it's been really, really rewarding so far. So I know you've told me before that you have uh, meetings from time to time, sometimes in person, sometimes by telephone. Um, what's a typical gathering of these young professionals like? What kinds of th things do you talk about and you know, what's the agenda for the day? So we meet, um, we try to meet once a quarter in person. Um, we feel that an in-person meeting is extremely valuable in a lot of ways. Um, we try to use a different credit union as the space that we meet so that we're all getting to um, see each other's workplaces. And and in, and not just, just for the sake of seeing it, but for the sake of understanding how different we really are or how much the same we really are. It really brings a lot to the table for us to change our environment. Um, in terms of the – so then – in addition to the in-person meetings, we also have um, a group phone call in between there. And those phone calls are really to provide a check-in point for us to make sure we're in alignment with our goals and um, target any areas that we may want to um, redirect or are there any um, detractors to some of the things that we're working on. Um, so we use that as a quick space to, to allow everyone the time to check in and um, reorganize. But those in-person meetings are much longer where we set a full agenda. Um, it's really exciting for us. We've we've only had a couple um, thus far. So like I had mentioned, it's a it's a relatively new group. So our our last meeting um, was at Vermont State Employees Credit Union and they're a very unique credit union, and what we did at that meeting was brought the uniqueness out of all of us. That was the topic of conversation. So we had um, each steering committee member do um, assignments on their own regarding their credit union, what makes them unique, and how um, do they fit in the credit union picture in Vermont. So how do we all fit together? And so we developed a, a learning plan for that entire day based on that theme, and it was very rewarding for a, a lot of us. We had circled back. Um, the The goal is when you leave a meeting to circle back to your own credit union and really start applying some of the things that you had heard and learn. Um, so then when we have our next check-in, that's those are the types of things that we're holding each other accountable to doing. And um, we have um, subcommittees as part of our um, 
as part of our group. So we also do check in with with that and develop there. All of the subcommittees are designed to meet our strategic goal. So, um, you know, the cultivating leaders in the movement and development. And so social media is a whole a whole piece of that. And so we also check in um, at those meetings about holding each other accountable to making sure that all of those pieces are developing throughout the year. That sounds really interesting. Uh, like when you get together, there's a, a, a good healthy exchange and a good learning experience for everyone. And, and I know that uh, the group or, or some portions of the group have been um, participating in other, I'll call it outside sort of activities, uh, like TUS helped us at the association out with our golf tournament a while back, for example. Uh, a number of folks from the group participated in the uh, orientation credit day at the museum in uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, that we had uh, a few weeks back, uh, and some events like that. Um, so the, those, uh, those are all kind of like sidebar activities, right? Yeah, so throughout our, our schedule of the year, one of our goals was to create a stronger relationship with the association and find out how we can be of use or help to them. And it was really, really rewarding for us to be invited to the Vermont Credit Union Golf Challenge, um, benefiting the Vermont Food Bank, and for us to feel a part of what's going on in credit unions at that level was just phenomenal. Um, so thank you for that. And and orchestrating the day at the museum contributes to us meeting our goals um, for development and um, movement. And so it was really, really rewarding to be able to have the association sort of hear some of what we're working on and then put together some things to encourage us um, to grow and meet some of the goals that we have planned out for the year. So yeah, they're extras, um, but they're certainly, if the association is willing, um, you know, to keep moving in those types of directions, those are the things that the young professional group will want to um, attach themselves to because it's really important from a credit union perspective that we're with like-minded individuals at all different levels and um, roles within the organization. So it speaks to a lot of our goals to be a part of those things. As you were relating all of that, I was remembering that we had a few folks uh, participate in uh, a credit union day we had at the State House uh, in the last legislative session as well. And that seemed to be real informative and real enlightening for those folks to learn the legislative process and what it's like to be a lobbyist and spend your day in the State House and some of the key issues, meeting legislators and all that kind of stuff, too. Um, so I'm cognizant of the of the time and our our listeners uh, hearing all of this. Um, are there? Uh, it's time for us to start winding down a little bit. But but are there other points that we haven't yet touched on, Sarah, that you think are important for our listeners to hear about? Well, so if I may take an opportunity, um, I also am a part of the uh, Credit Union National Association's Young Professional uh, Committee, and we work diligently on trying to support leagues and young professional groups throughout the states. And there are some things that we've worked on that I would love to share if I could have just a moment. Great. Um, oh, excellent. Please do. This year is the first year that um, CUNA has put together a Young Professionals Advocacy Leaders in Training. Um, it's in Washington, D.C., and it stems from 
um, one of the leagues reaching out to CUNA asking for young professionals to have an advocacy type training. And so it's a day and a half uh, training down in Washington. It's this fall. And it's it's a very unique platform. They put together some very robust speakers for this event. And so that is something that we're really excited about that we hope is successful. So it um, comes back again next year. Um, we also put together a couple of um, conferences in addition to this. So there's the Emerging Leader Conference that's in December in San Diego. There's an Emerging Leader Award for the very first time. And so this is to nominate young professionals across the industry um, that are really doing amazing things in their, in their young professional environment work, so to speak, um, within their states. And then lurking for hopefully next year, it had been approved for us to create an actual young professional conference. And so that's, that's a sneak peek um, tidbit that um, they haven't put up yet on their website, but it is something that was approved for us to work on. So we're working out the agenda. The idea behind it is that we do have some states like Louisiana that puts on an incredibly large young professional conference every year. But we have states, for example, like Vermont, that doesn't currently have a young professional conference within um, our state. Um, but we do have some alignment with the association as they're doing an emerging leader track, so to speak. So there's different varying levels within each state for what they offer to their young professionals. Some states have nothing at all. Um, so CUNA wants to make sure that young professionals have a way to um, network and grow and be um, put in front of um, the leaders in the um industry like Jim Nuzzle and some of the advocacy leaders and the National Foundation and uh, making sure that they're aware of issues, that they have an understanding in terms of advocacy, what the types of things are that they should be saying when they get in front of their legislature, um, but also providing them with some strategic planning and developmental opportunities as well. So we're they're trying to do it in a way that they wouldn't normally get it in their own state. And um, it sounds, it's really exciting to be a part of. So more to come. And uh, I, I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast about, you know, we're hearing about young professional events and networks popping up more and more. And as long as we're talking about national kind of efforts, um, you know, there's another one that I should mention, uh, along with the ones you just brought up from CUNA, uh, this one from the National Cooperative Business Association, uh, and I'm on the board of that. Um, and they're starting a young professional uh, conference, uh, not specific to credit unions, of course, but for young professionals of all cooperative sectors uh, across the country. And they're bringing those people together uh, this October coming up, piggybacking on a uh, another cooperative conference going on in Washington and and so this Young Leaders Conference is in Washington as well. Uh, so we're going to be promoting that uh, along with what you referenced about the uh, advocacy uh, promotion session coming from CUNA. So it's been great having this discussion. If some of the people listening have an interest in finding out more uh, or participating in some way, uh, how does someone go about getting connected one way or another, Sarah? Well, uh a credit union young professional could touch base with their CEO 
Um, their CEOs have been very supportive and um, encouraging in the young professionals of Vermont. So they certainly could reach out to their CEO if they know uh, who is um, in their credit union on the steering committee. Um, they're welcome to go through them. They can reach out to me directly. Um, they could reach out to the association. Um, the association is also extremely supportive of this effort. And so um, they could reach out through much of those channels. We also have a um, a Twitter and an Instagram and a Facebook, um, the Credit Union Young Professionals of Vermont. So you can find us on social media. Um, but yeah, those would be the ways to do it. Wonderful. Thanks for that. Well, thanks for joining us today, Sarah. Wonderful. Thanks so much. Um, with that, we've reached the end of another Vermont Credit Union's on-air podcast and hope you found it informative. This podcast, along with the ones we've previously recorded, is archived at soundcloud.com slash vtcreditunions with an S. If you have ideas for a podcast on something you'd like to hear about, send it to podcast at vermontcreditunions with an S dot co-op. Until our next podcast, this is Joe Bergeron and... Sarah Delance. That's you. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't practice that. Um, (laughs) At the Association of Vermont Credit Unions, thanking you for listening. (laughs) Thanks, Sarah. Thank you.